boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you like visiting museums? Have you ever been in a museum of children's art? What if your museum were showing a collection of paintings of children and one of the pieces was mysteriously missing? That's what happens to Sammy and Ginny in this new shoebox kids mystery. Along the way, Sammy learns that helping others is part of what it means to be a Christian. Chapter 6 Secret Service Sammy looked across the street at the large tree in the yard. He scratched his head. He thought he had seen someone there. Hey, Sammy, get busy, Chris yelled from across the lawn. Sammy turned back to his work and soon had a large pile of leaves in front of him. With all of them working, it didn't take long to rake the thousands of leaves into several large piles. Willie, Mr. Teller, Chris, Dee Dee, and Sammy filled a dozen large bags with the leaves. Then the kids carried them to the back of the pickup and tossed them in. Where are you taking these leaves, Mr. Teller? Sammy asked. Willie's grandfather has a mulch pile that he uses to fertilize his garden each spring, Mr. Teller explained. Some leaves have too much acid to make good mulch, but these will do just fine. Sammy looked up to the porch and caught himself. He hardly recognized it. Not only had Maria, Jenny, and Mrs. Wallace cleaned all the windows, they had swept the front porch floor and cleaned all the cobwebs off the beams above the porch. That looks fantastic, Sammy said. Mrs. Sheckley won't know it's her house. Yeah, Jenny said, looking up and taking a deep breath. I just wish we could repair the hole in the porch that I made here the other day. Hey, guys, I think they're coming, shouted Willie, whose wheelchair sat on the sidewalk. He stared down the long street. Mr. Teller loaded the last bag into the pickup. Good timing, kids. We are just finished. Let's quickly put the tools in the van. Then Mrs. Wallace and I will move the van and truck. You kids can go hide in the bushes over there and see what happens, Mrs. Wallace said as she picked up her cleaning supplies and threw them into the back of the pickup. Half a minute later, the van and pickup zoomed away and the shoebox kids were safely hidden behind some bushes across the street. Willie had to duck down in his wheelchair to be hidden and yet be able to see. There they are, Jenny whispered loudly. A blue station wagon pulled into Mrs. Sheckley's driveway and stopped. Mrs. Sheckley got out slowly from the passenger side. Jenny noticed that the neighbor who had driven Mrs. Sheckley was grinning as she got out of the car. She doesn't even notice, Sammy said as Mrs. Sheckley walked across the lawn and onto the porch. We have to remember that she can't see very well, Jenny whispered back. She'll see it eventually. As if in response to Jenny's comment, Mrs. Sheckley stopped at the top of the stairs, almost as if she had forgotten something. She looked around at the clean windows and the swept floor and ceiling. Then she turned and looked at the yard. The shoebox kids began to giggle when they saw her looking around. Shh, Jenny urged them, but the giggling grew louder. I can almost hear her, Sammy said. She's asking herself, is this my house? This is great, Chris added, better than a practical joke. Yeah, better because everybody wins, added Willie. Sammy smiled and looked around at his friends who were smiling too. Then he noticed that Dee Dee wasn't smiling. She looked next door at the large tree where Sammy had looked earlier. A tall, thin man stood in the shadows of the overgrown tree staring at Mrs. Sheckley's house. That's the same man I saw coming out of the rose bush in her backyard, Dee Dee said. Who is he? Chris asked. I don't know, Sammy said, but I have a feeling we're going to find out sooner or later. The leaf-raking adventure was all the shoebox kids could talk about when they got together at church that weekend. After the lesson, Mrs. Shoe gave them time to share their story. That was so great, Chris said. We've got to do it again. Yeah, maybe we could do the backyard next time, Willie added. Of course, we'd need machetes and a jungle guide. 
"'And a big game hunter to look for snakes and tigers,' added Sammy. "'I'm not going back there again,' Dee Dee said. "'Not as long as that man is running around loose.' "'What man?' asked Mrs. Shue. Dee Dee told her of the man she had seen coming out of the rose bush in Mrs. Sheckley's backyard, and of seeing him again beneath the tree across the street. "'I think that's the same man I saw at the art museum,' said Sammy. "'Well, I think the police need to know that he's been hanging around,' Mrs. Shue said. "'I'll ask them to keep an eye out for him.' Jenny waited for Sammy in the hallway after the others had left. "'Who do you think that man is?' Jenny asked. "'Obviously someone who knows Mrs. Sheckley,' Sammy said." If he's any danger to Mrs. Sheckley, then we need to do something, Jenny said. Mrs. Shue is telling the police, Sammy said, but I want to know who he is. Jenny took a deep breath. I feel bad that we left that hole in her front porch. How about you and me going over there and fixing it tomorrow? Sammy thought for a minute, then nodded. I can bring my grandfather's hammer and nails. We might not be able to patch it like a real carpenter would, but we can keep other people from falling in the hole, too. Jenny and Sammy got permission to go over early the next morning and try and patch the hole Jenny had left in the boards. Sammy took several short boards with him, as well as a hammer and nails. The two of them crept onto the front porch as quietly as they could. Jenny carried the hammer and nails while Sammy balanced the boards. She watched as Sammy held one board against the hole, then another. All the time, he was mumbling to himself. "'What are you mumbling?' Jenny whispered. Grandfather wouldn't let me use his power saw, so I had to collect a bunch of boards and hope that one of them fits the hole you left here. Sammy pulled off a loose piece of flooring that stuck out at an angle. Jenny didn't like the way Sammy had said that. It wasn't my fault that I fell through the floor here, Jenny hissed. Anyway, you didn't help things any. Well, you told me, Sammy paused in mid-sentence as he found a board that fit the hole in the floor almost perfectly. Got it! Shh, Jenny whispered. We don't want to wake Mrs. Sheckley up. By the way, how are you going to nail that board down without waking Mrs. Sheckley up? Remember, she's hard of hearing, Sammy said. I have trouble seeing. Jenny and Sammy heard a familiar voice behind them. I have ears like a bat. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 5, The Broken Dozen Mystery, Written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.